This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. I'm sure you heard about that Tesla that got in an accident in Texas and caught fire. Well, it took firefighters seven hours and 28,000 gallons of water to put it out. Well, it's not just Tesla. GM warned Bolt EV owners not to park their cars indoors or charge them unattended because they could catch fire. And if the auto industry doesn't solve this problem with batteries catching fire, people may not want to buy an EV. And while it doesn't solve the problem, Renault is working with rescue workers to get people out of burning EVs quickly and put out the flames fast. Came up with a couple of unique solutions that it's designing into its cars. One is called the Fireman Access, which is a special access port where first responders can pump water directly into the heart of the battery. It says it can cut the time to extinguish a battery fire from three hours down to just five minutes. It's also placing QR code stickers on the windshield that when scanned will tell rescue workers if it's a hybrid or battery electric, where the battery is located, or what areas of the vehicle are safe to cut. Renault says this alone can cut 15 minutes from the time it takes to remove someone from a wreck, and that could save a life. But battery fires are not the only thing that will hold back EV adoption. So will the lack of a charging infrastructure. So GM is launching a new charging service called Altium Charge 360 that's designed specifically for fleets. It will help customers identify what energy providers are available, where they have charging stations, as well as other tools and resources needed to operate a fleet of electrics. Since most commercial vehicles travel the same daily routes and park in the same yard every night, it's going to be easier for them to convert to electric than it will be for retail customers. And speaking of electrics, things are looking bleak for Lordstown Motors. First, the Security and Exchange Commission launched an investigation into the EV startup. Now it's the feds. Federal prosecutors in Manhattan are investigating its vehicle pre-order claims and its merger with Diamond Peak Holdings. Back in March, the SEC launched a probe into the company after Hindenburg Research, an investment research firm, accused it of misleading investors about its pre-orders. In June, Lordstown warned investors it did not have enough cash to last to the end of the year. Then its CEO and CFO resigned. And now this makes you wonder if this company can even survive. The age of silicones began at Fokker more than 70 years ago. Whether you're looking for thermal management of battery systems or the protection of electronics, let your innovations be powered by Fokker silicones. Visit us at Fokker.com. E-mobility powered by Fokker silicones. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Looks like somebody forgot to tell Lamborghini there's a chip shortage going on. 
It just reported its best sales ever for the first half of the year, 6% higher than the same period in 2019. It sold 4,582 vehicles, and over half were the Urus SUV. Production is sold out for the next 10 months, and more new products are on the way. The Aventador LP780-4 Ultima just launched. That's the last of the naturally aspirated V12s Lambo is going to build. In a couple of months, it's coming out with the Huracan STO, a road-legal supercar, and the Huracan GT3 EVO. And then, very mysteriously, Lamborghini says another new product will be unveiled. Well, talk to anybody in California, and they'll tell you the state is saturated with Teslas. They're everywhere. And yet, sales keep on soaring. Reuters reports that Tesla saw its sales jump 85% in the Golden State in the second quarter. That's thanks to the Model Y hitting the market, which accounted for half of all the Teslas sold. Fuel cells could provide a great alternative to batteries to power electric vehicles, but they're too expensive, for now at least. On Autoline After Hours yesterday, Charlie Fries, the head of GM Hydrotech, talked about the progress they're making with Honda to slash the cost of making fuel cells. Take a look at that. Some examples are um, the precious metal that went into making that stack work for the Equinox. There were 80, there was 80 grams of platinum in that system. So that's expensive. And we brought that down um, in the Gen 1 system that came after that. We came down to about 27 grams of platinum. Still too expensive, but that's a dramatic reduction. And, And this is for a system that would produce about the same amount of power. But the system also got a lot smaller. It got to about half the size, half the mass. So now you, you aren't just sitting at with something that needs a big vehicle like an Equinox to haul it around, but you can get into actually a, a passenger car if you want to with something that's that small. And then we went uh, one more step beyond that. And so that's the Gen 2 system. That's the one we're actually commercializing today with Honda. And that system actually gets us down below 20 grams of platinum. And we're testing systems in the lab that go down to seven. Also, things like taking the, the, the uh, bipolar plates that were a composite graphite material. They were thick, expensive, you know, brittle. And um, instead, we, we went to a stamped metal design. So you can think about making that um, something that we could stamp very thin. So now the whole size of the stack gets smaller. Um, and, and that looks a lot more like a head gasket. So we know how to do head gaskets. <laughs> head gaskets for a long time. There's a lot of skepticism online about fuel cells but that mainly comes from videos of opinionated, self-appointed experts. Autoline is one of the few sources you'll find online that actually gets industry executives to come on the show to talk about what they're working on. Honda, a company known for doing things on its own, has formed a partnership with GM on EVs, AVs, and fuel cells. 
And now the company's CEO says they're open to forming an alliance with anyone who can help them cut the cost of EVs and get them out on the road. While Honda is still a leader in hybrids, it sure looks to us that it realized that it was behind other automakers in the battery electric game, and it has to catch up fast. The original Volkswagen Beetle stayed pretty much the same for over half a century. But did you know that VW toyed with the idea of replacements for the widely popular bug? In a neat little Throwback Thursday post, VW highlighted the vehicles that were considered as replacements, but for a number of reasons didn't make it into production. The first attempt started in 1955, and interestingly, a good deal of the prototypes were designed by Ghia. So you'll see some resemblance to the Carmen Ghia in a few of them. One concept, called the EA-276, that was designed in 1969, turned out to be the inspiration for the original Golf and Rabbit. It's kind of cool to see what could have been, and if you'd like to see the whole story, we'll provide a link in the transcript and description box below. Aston Martin revealed its newest supercar, a plug-in hybrid called the Valhalla. Weight is respectable for a PHEV, under 3,500 pounds and that's thanks to a lot of carbon fiber. Aston also tipped its hat to its partnership with Daimler. The Valhalla was originally supposed to have an in-house turbocharged 3-liter V6, but instead it features a 4-liter twin-turbo V8 from AMG that makes about 740 horsepower. Two electric motors bump that total output to nearly 940 horsepower. It's all fed through an 8-speed DCT, and the Valhalla is capable of doing 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 2.5 seconds. And while it is a plug-in, its EV-only range is a paltry 9 miles, so it's really all about performance. Aston calls this a series production car, but we're guessing that series is pretty limited. That brings us to an end for this week. Thanks for watching, and I hope you have a great weekend. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Vocker, creating tomorrow's solutions. And by Magna. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.